Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. And today we're going to be talking about not so much regret, but maybe a comeback. Well, we're going to be doing a podcast yes, about, also regret. about regret and do we have them, do you not have them, why, and all of that stuff. But um, we also want to start off this podcast by saying that the hockey world lost another wonderful hockey player, the brother of the former New York Ranger, Kevin Hayes' brother, Jimmy Hayes passed away yesterday at the age of 31. He left behind a beautiful wife and two very young children. And um, what I just want to touch upon here is there's a lot of speculation. It doesn't matter to me how he died. It matters to me how he lived. He was a wonderful guy that had a wonderful brother from a wonderful family from Dorchester, Massachusetts. And whenever we start to question why people die and how they die and speculate, that's a problem. You know, you have to remember that on that day, somebody lost a father, a son, a brother, a friend, a husband, a teammate, and that's what's most important. And I think it's always important to remember how we died really isn't important. It's how we lived and the kind of life that we lived. And um, he was a good guy, one of the good guys. The Hayes brothers in hockey are fun and sweet and kind. And we send the deepest condolences to them. And the hockey world has been hit very hard in the last couple of weeks with the past with Tony Esposito, brother of Phil Esposito, um, Roger Bear, and of course, Jimmy Hayes now, brother of Kevin Hayes. What really bothers me though is all three had connections to the Rangers. Yes. And that's kind of sad. It is very and, sad. And strange in the same respect. So. Again, always remember those things when you're getting up in the morning and you're hearing our podcast. Remember how precious life is, how little time is promised to anyone. So to make the most of every minute of your day. And um, I think we all forget that. Even though I'm a fairly grateful person, I always forget how wonderful it is that I get out of bed and I have a roof over my head. And I have people that care about me and that I care about and wonderful pets and things like that. So with that being said, we're going to get right into our podcast today of... How do you come back from it? How do you come back with what we've done? And the I mean, biggest mistakes. I think, um, you know, not from my own experience, but I think there are some people they just can't. I think there are some situations that people just cannot come back for. I think they they may think that they've come back from it, and I think that maybe people around them, or maybe even a lot of people think that they've come back for it, but it will always be there. So that's the one thing I do when I tell everybody is your mistakes will always be there. They don't go away. And there is always going to be someone that's not going to let you forget them. And the worst part about it is um, often what we see as, you know, minor faux pas mm -hmm. are really major game changers in our lives. And we just don't see it that way exactly because we're in it. And it's like, okay, no big deal. I'm moving on from it. But you don't realize the repercussions that follow you year after year after year. And I, I want to use this person as an example. Although I don't know them, I know a lot about them, and I've traveled in the same circles as them. Um, back in the day, there was a really promising, really great baseball player by the name of Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry was an icon for the New York Mets, for the New York Yankees. And um, what happened is Daryl Strawberry had a lot of issues, a lot of personal problems. Back in those days, uh, you know, drugs and the party scene was big in New York. If you were a New York athlete, you had to be seen in these places. The organizations wanted them out and about to bring notoriety to their teams, and etc. And um, Daryl Strawberry screwed up many times. He was given many, many chances. 
And the funny thing about it is people are still out there trying to help him. And, you know, he screwed up. Nobody screwed up with him. He screwed up. He blew his chances. And if you want to do some research, by all means, Google him. But then you have someone like Pete Rose, who Ori and I both know personally, mm -hmm. um, who was accused of betting on baseball games. And he was admonished. That was it. He's done. He's admonished to, to being nothing. He was not, he lost his bid to be in the Hall of Fame. He lost his, the retiring of his jersey. And when I'm talking about Pete Rose being an instrumental, he was one of the most successful baseball players. He was known as Charlie Hustle. Him and Johnny Bench really kept the Cincinnati Reds a team to be reckoned with. And he was just thrown away, like, you're done. And literally, it's hard to talk about his name. People don't like it. He never got another chance, not only to play baseball or have anything to do with baseball. So you wonder, yeah, why is one person allowed to just make mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake, and still there are those people that rise up to help them and don't care. And yet somebody makes what seems like a far less significant mistake, and they're, and you know, there's their, there's their career, there's their livelihood, there's all of it. Um, and, you know, sometimes those things go far beyond your job. Sometimes they affect your personal life. Sometimes they affect your friends, your family. Um, and, you know, I think that's a risk that we take every day with people in our lives because there's no guarantee that everybody in your life is always going to support you. You know, you like to think it, you hope it. Um, I've been lucky with it, but... You hope it, but you can't expect it. Right, because you don't know, like, what's going to, like, sour somebody and they'll be like, oh, you know what? Like, that made me really hate you. Um, so, like I said, I do think you need to come in with a realistic perspective and say, hey, like, this might, I might not come back from it. Um, and like I said, there'll always be those people that'll be there to remind you of that mistake as you're coming back from it. I think you kind of have to accept that people are going to do that. Even if you say, please stop, I'm trying, you need to expect that that's going to happen. As people, I think there might be something in us that likes people to not forget that they've done something that we're not really a fan of. Because think about this, even in everyday life, you know, when your, your husband is late or your kids fail a test... You'll take that first opportunity to be like, well, you know what? When you were late three weeks ago and um, I had to delay dinner. Or when your kid fails a test and, like, they're, like, in an argument with you. And then you're like, well, I remember a couple of, you know, weeks ago when you brought home a 50 on your math test. Little mistakes like that. You would expect that big, big, big mistakes are going to be just like that. And if you look at, for instance, I'm going to give two examples. You look at Mel Gibson, <clears throat> he was a Hollywood heartthrob, and then he made all those anti-Semitic things, um, which was kind of interesting, being the movie that was currently then, yeah. you know, with Christ, and did he come back from it? I mean, did I can't he, really say the last time. Did he recover from it? He's still around, he yeah. still does things. But is he what he was now? Right, and if you take now the situation with um, Erica Jane and Tom Girardi, there's a lot on the housewives now where housewives are turning against her because they don't want to be associated with the fact that she made the mistake 
of either not knowing what was going on in her life or, or just marrying believing this man him or, or just believing him. And those were her errors. But people don't want to be guilty by association. Like, what will people think of me then? Right. So when you make a mistake, unfortunately, there are people that also piggyback off of it and say, I don't want people to have a different perspective of me simply because I'm your friend or I'm your sister or I'm your, or your mother or your brother. And that's what you have to learn in terms of when you make a mistake, the awful trickle-down effect. Now, in some cases, I think it's highly unlikely that any of your personal mistakes will trickle down to other people, but in some cases, they actually do. Right, it can. Um, it does happen. Again, I think you need to be open and accepting of that. You know, the thoughts of random people is never going to matter. Don't let those people think that they matter in your life, that you've affected them. Um, you know, a as a person, if you're a child of somebody, and I'm not saying, like, I'm a child, but I'm some, I'm two people's child, um, anything that I do will always affect them and hurt them and feel different. So it's also a very different thing when it comes to, you know, your parents. Your parents will probably always be affected by what you do. They gave you life. They're kind of the reason that you're here. But what I do think is funny is like you said, some people can literally make like one gigantic mistake after another, after another, after another, and it's okay. But then, you know, someone calls someone a fuck in the press or gets into a fight on social media, and it's like, how dare they? You're like, let's take Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Who has a very tumultuous relationship with the press and the media. And he's gone after them, and he still has a thriving career. For some reason, people love him. Yeah. And I mean, I personally like him. I think he's very talented. You know, the Bolden brothers all came from Long Island. They're all very talented. They're all very controversial as well. And you take someone like Justin Bieber, who was a kid, and mm -hmm. made a lot of what I deem to be immature, given a lot of money, kid mistakes. And um, people still kind of let him... It, I don't think Justin Bieber has quite gotten back to what he No, and was. I think that every time he sits down for, like, an interview, it's like, oh, remember when you did this? Remember this? You know, it's always, remember how you, you broke Selena Gomez's heart? You did this. You did that. I very much agree with that. I think that people still hang on to the things, and realistically, the things that Justin did affected Justin and maybe his family. Because I'm sure, you know, he has a very nice mom. I'm sure his mom didn't want people to think that, like, she was a fucked up parent. Right. But, um, what you know, Justin... Right away, it's, it's also pinned on, well, right. he's, the, he's the son of divorced parents. Right, you know... Well, he was allowed to screw up because look what happened. His family was I gotta be 100%. Like, Justin Bieber peeing in a bucket affected my life not at all. And I'm actually shocked that so many people let it be this massive thing. Um, so yeah, I, I do believe, and I think in today's world, there are some people that are sort I mean, like, let's look at Chrissy Teigen. We give her time and time again. Yeah, the last time when she was actually threatening people and hoping that they died, more things stuck. She lost, you know, book deals and the deal with Target and all of that stuff. But there are still people that will still, you know, she still has her job on Lip Sync Battle. Okay. She's still allowed to write books. You you take, like, we'll go back to Justin Bieber for a second. Many of the things he did were very kid-like. You know, his big Absolutely. parties, his acting like an idiot. But yet, Britney Spears attacked people with an umbrella. And she went like, after well, the paparazzi. She's like, but it's Britney, bitch. You know, okay, well, there's something wrong there. We, we can't 
And I think that's what's most frustrating to everyday people and famous people is why do some people keep getting the free pass to go on and others are, that's it, you made one mistake, you're done. It's also too, like, I will often say something, maybe on the internet, maybe even on here, and it will be something that I've heard easily 20 to 30 people say, but someone will find my specific comment and be like, how dare you? Right. And, it and goes, you're like, what? And it goes <clears throat> all over the place. Here's another example. Everybody is always on Taylor Swift for all the men she's dated. Mm -hmm. That is the, oh my God, what's wrong with Taylor and another man? What about Jennifer Lopez? Oh my God, how exciting she's back with Ben Affleck. Right. An, you know, uh, an hour ago, you were with A-Rod. You know if like Taylor, Sw Taylor Swift's in a happy relationship, by the way, but if Taylor Swift was like, oh, I'm back with Jake Gyllenhaal, you'd be like, here she goes again. It's because she can't keep a man, so she had to recycle. But you don't care that Jennifer Lopez is recycling. So this constant double standard of mistakes, double standards are everywhere. That's oh, obvious. Yeah. You know, there's gender double standards. There's age double standards. Race double standards. Race, all of, all of it exists. But the biggest part and the worst part of a double standard is in life-changing mistakes. Mm -hmm. Because when we come down to it, and I am always affected by things that go on in my life of other people. My child's life, my husband's life, my dearest friend's life. I feel very affected by those Let things. me say just in general, and not in a bad way, she knows this. She's a very affected person. Like, almost everything affects her, and I know that that sounds insane. Right, and it if is you not, knew her, she's not saying it in a derogatory right. way. I can honestly tell you, I feel very affected by so many things. I do believe it is my empathic sense. I do believe it is my empathic nature, but when it really comes down to it, and if I'm super honest with myself, I let those things affect me. I don't have to. I allow them to. So basically, people can take anything that has gone through anybody and say it affects them, but we need to be honest with ourselves. Does it really affect us? And to what degree, degree does it right. affect Is it going to affect my day-to-day -day life? Is it going to affect the way that people see me? Then you can start worrying about how affected you, know, you are. And I'm not trying to be privileged like, well, because it happened to Oriana, it affects me. But because you're her friend and you're only her friend, it shouldn't affect you. That's a personal thing. I am not trying to be obnoxious, but I birthed this person. This person has lived with me. I raised this person to be a person. So I do think I have more of a claim to say something affects me than someone on the Internet that thinks they're her friend. Right, that's just you know, not, that's just crazy. That is just not how any. And again, I as I said, I choose to let these things affect me. I could easily walk away and say, you know what, I'm gonna wash my hands. That even though I was there for it, it doesn't have to affect me. But that is my personality. I allow things to affect me, and I don't try to not let them affect me. But I could if I wanted to. Please go back and listen to that. It will make a lot more sense. And I think a lot of people may even learn something about themselves. Because I do think there are people out there that look for, well, how can I make this about me? And sometimes you can't. And you shouldn't. But sometimes, yeah, you know what? Things are about you. So I think what we can do here now is explain that obviously we all make mistakes. Yes. Some of them kid mistakes because we, we weren't mature enough to mm -hmm. handle things. That, that's another thing that you brought up. When do we realistically, what do you think society thinks is like the cutoff for like immature mistakes? I think society would say like 18. Right. But for me, 
I, I, I'm a little more lenient. I think kid mistakes go all the way up to like 23, 24. Absolutely. Because I know me at 24 is so different than me now. And I think one of the things you have to recognize is there are certain things that everybody does no matter what and it is a mistake and it is wrong and i'm not condoning it everybody sometimes has said something about somebody that's not nice right. and you may regret saying it and that includes publicly and you have to remember that even though you are the most liberal person the most progressive person the most non-judgmental person as i consider myself to be all of those things everybody has prejudices everybody says things that are less than stellar Everybody makes remarks that can sometimes be misconstrued. And I'm not saying that you get a free pass because you're young, but I think it shows you why it was done, as opposed to this is a shitty person. It's not necessarily a shitty person, but a young, inexperienced person. Right. And I think we need to look at every mistake that we're holding people accountable for, for where did this mistake come from and why? You know, um, and, and this is, again, not a free pass, to not condoning. If you live in a place where you are not exposed to many kinds of people, you should not be persecuted because you don't live in an area or have grown up with an area of great diversity. But how they handle that speaks volumes about them. If you, and I believe there are so many people, there have been shows where, um, you know, the real world, um, all of those kinds of shows, where people have come from different places where they never lived or knew anybody that was black. And they're now living in a house with someone that's black. And often those black people would step up and say, if you ask me the questions, I'd be happy to tell you. It's all in the way that you handle these things. Absolutely. To avoid those mistakes. Because some people truly don't know better. It is the way that There's they... There's no way they could know better right. because of where it they are. It is the way that they were brought up. It's just like sometimes, like, I will say certain things about how, you know, my parents took care of certain things, and people have gotten mad at me. But at the same time, it's like you're getting mad at me for just having lived my life, and I don't know another way. Right. And, you know... You can't I, get I mad at people for morning, that. And you can't get mad at me because I'm white dislike me and get mad at me for the mistakes I've made because those were not good mistakes. Don't get mad at me because I was brought up white because that's what I am. Just like you can't mad, get mad at someone who's brought up black because that's what they are. And you can't get mad at how cultures do things and portray themselves because that is their culture. So I think though we do have to be a little more liberal into the fact that saying some mistakes are really related to where we grow up, our age, Absolutely. our life experience, our education. Some people are highly educated, but that doesn't mean they can't make a mistake from someone that is less educated. You know, we have to figure out before we condemn someone for a mistake and cancel them in this so easily cancel culture today, what prompted this mistake? That's one thing. Uh, see... You have to look at all of the facts surrounding something. What made this situation what it is? Because we don't look at fact at all anymore. Fact is like foreign. It's just like, I like this person. I agree with this. Done. Right. I hate you. You're finished. And I mean, having been in a situation um, like 10 years ago in my life, I'm even going to get shit from putting in my mouth about this now. 
where everybody with this person at the time had more of a following. They were like, well, we like this. We like him. He told the truth, not you. And then over time, more and more things have come out about that person. And there are still those people that are like, mm, it's, it's not ever him. Right. It's really everybody else's fault. So first to get over and how do you come back from these big mistakes? First determine where the mistake came from. Whether you're the actual person that committed the mistake or the people that are judging you for the mistake. Where did this mistake originate? Was it an age thing? Was it a race thing? Was it where they lived? Was it their education? Then decide how severe is this mistake? And what I mean by severe is obviously there are degrees of severity. Absolutely. If like Justin Bieber peeing in a bucket, Justin Bieber getting in a car where he was drunk and hitting somebody. That's, that's an issue. That's a severe mistake that should be held accountable. But we're going to hold him accountable because one time he peed in a bucket and was drunk or high or whatever. Okay. So you determine the severity. You determine where it came from. And then you determine this is what I think is the best way to get over this. What would you do if you were the person that made that mistake? And you see, again, I think this brings up a great point. Because this is something I think that no one does anymore. No one ever. And I mean, I myself in the past have struggled with doing this to understand sometimes my mother's point of view on things. I do it a lot more now and it is so helpful. No one will do that. No one will put themselves in another person's shoes and say, what are they feeling? What does that what feel like? What if I made that mistake? No. What if I was canceled? What if I did exactly what they did? How would I want to be handled? You know that old golden rule of do unto others as you would have them do unto you? That is long gone and dead and Out, smashed and gone. forgotten completely. So if you are the person that made the mistake, you have a different path. You have to now determine, do you keep fighting for your innocence? Do you keep fighting for your forgiveness? Do you just go away and try to come back at another point where it's more accepting. And then there's the people that have condemned it. So they have to decide what more can I make this person pay for right. before I let it go? Will I never let it go? And you have to look at the final term, which I think is if you decide to never let it go, what will you live with? What will you live with that one day someone may also never let go? It can very easily be reversed. And you have to, if you're the person that did it, your best bet is to not do it again. Because then there's no more fuel that people have. It's a one-time, one-shot deal, and they can't say, because I think the thing that everybody wants, parents, friends, everybody that convicts something, convicts someone of a mistake, they want to see you've changed. They want to see that the possibility is not there for you to do it again. But the big but is, you could never do it again and still not never get be over the it. Same. See, that's another thing. I think that a lot of the times that people think once I've shown for a long time I'm not going to do this, it's going to be okay. It might not be. And that's the hardest pill to swallow. And then you have to look at yourself and say, this person has never done it again. Why can't I forgive them? That's on you then. Because if they've made one mistake that, that actually affected your life, and never did it again, and you're still not forgiving them, and you're still not letting there's them There's a move, greater issue. There's a greater issue. 
I also think another thing that we need to talk about with mistakes and making mistakes and coming back from those mistakes is sometimes people kind of get off on hearing you admit that mistake. So see, for me, I always lead with, I know that you think this about me or that you know this about me. Also too, I think what happens is people are these very, I would never. We kind of touched upon this a little bit. It is very ignorant to make a I would never statement. Again, it goes back to putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. You don't know what headspace that person was in, what maybe what was going on in their lives at that time. Because as people in different places of our lives, we change. Like she said earlier, I'm not closer to having had been 24, but I was 24 not that long ago. Um, I made a lot of, lot of terrible mistakes between the ages of, I'd say about 18 and 24 myself. You have to realize you are going to change as a person. You are going to look at things differently and you're going to see, hey, you know what? This is actually a way bigger deal than I let on that it is. I like to speak very openly about the mistakes that I've made and continue to make. I make mistakes regularly. Ask anybody I know. But it is a scary thing when you do see people that they don't see what they've done as a mistake. Because I do think all of these things come from yourself first. So step first. one, recognize your step mistake. Step one, recognize, hey, you know what? This is not good. And admit it. Admit it. Recognize you know, it and admit it. If you're don't, talking about, it doesn't help if you just recognize right, it. You don't you say did, to everybody. That's why, I like I, I say all the time, I've done this. It's not good. I've believed this. Not good. I've said this. Not good. You need to recognize it, believe it, and sometimes even lead with it. And you should never, as a parent or a friend or a sibling, think, well, I'm more an authority of you, so like I don't care that you've admitted it validate that they've admitted it. And if you still have reservations and say, yeah, well, you know what? I, I'm not convinced that you really recognize this mistake. And you say that. Don't let them think that they're doing great because then you're going to hurt them again. Right. And sometimes that could be something they might not come back from. Is that you've kind of led them to believe, oh, no, it's good. And it's not. Don't lie. Don't lie to people. But I do think what everybody has to realize is each mistake, like you could take one mistake. Let's say somebody cheated on somebody. And we're going to take that situation that happened in 10 different relationships. It's going to affect each relationship differently. Right. Because each of them has a different personality. Each of them have different family members that are involved, different friends that are involved. So it's going to give you lots of different perspectives of, how you can come back from a mistake. Because some people can cheat on people and they can come back from that. They can live what they believe is a happy, healthy marriage. But it might all be a lie. And that's what's very scary and confusing about the different situations and coming back from a mistake. Because you could see somebody make the identical mistake you made and get shit for for the rest of their lives, or you could see them become successful and you'll get shit on. 
continuously. And we gave you the different examples about how people just get, you know, thrown out of something and how others thrive. I think, like I said, the first thing is to recognize in yourself the mistake that you made. Absolutely. And recognize that even if nobody cares after that, try not to repeat that behavior just for yourself. Because if it was that big a mistake to constantly make it, then it's a habit. It's no longer just a mistake. It's no longer just an error. Then you made it, you are now making conscious efforts to, to do these that things. behavior. You know, like lying. Lying very easily for people becomes a pattern. And there are some people, I have seen people, speaking of, you know, a, a situation from my past that was a mistake. They have become so good at lying. Not only do I not think that they don't even realize that they're lying anymore, but those around them. It just becomes second nature. It's them. It just is. It's yeah. it's like part of them. Right. You know, everybody knows that person that's like chronically late, almost to the point that it's like funny that you make fun of like, like my dad. He is always late. And his like, I'm five minutes away is like he has not even left, like wherever he's gonna, you know, be. That's like a funny thing. Yeah, someone's always late. But you want to know something. That's a very bad mistake to mm -hmm. make because it inconveniences Other. everyone. Now, you see, that is a thing. You can say, if I say I'm going to be home at this time, that usually delays. In most cases, it's just annoying because it delays, like, if she's cooked or something. Or if you have somewhere to go. Or if you have somewhere to go, you have to wait for him to come in, change, But you also have ready. to right. look at it like you can't just let it go, especially because that's an easy fix. If it's you a simple say thing. you're going to be home by six and you're not, you leave can early. call, leave earlier, or give yourself more leeway and say, you know what, I'm not going to be home till seven. So you gave yourself the extra time and that can help you to stop making that mistake for others. You know, some things are not that easy to fix as mistakes. Right. And I mean, we could do an entire other, other podcast about what mistakes are easier to come back from. You know, whether they be from our own sort of experience or just things that we've seen happen to right, people. So maybe we'll make this a part two. Yeah, because, I mean, there's also, like, mistakes of, like, things that you may have said on accident, things that you may have done. There, There's lots of different ones, and I think we should also, too, in another episode, talk about the severity of each and how it can affect somebody or someone that claims it's affecting them, how it's not really affecting them. Right. I think that could be a great thing. But I hope that you take away from this... There is no clear-cut way to say you're definitely going to come out of this fine or you're definitely going to look like shit. Each situation is up for interpretation depending on who you're surrounded with, how many times you've done something, how you react to being confronted about what you've done, etc. There's a lot of variables. And I think that's something that a lot of people forget in situations is there's always variables in everything. So um, we are going to do a part two about this. I'm going to make sure it comes out pretty quickly to when you guys are hearing this. So if you guys are hearing this on a Wednesday, I'm going to make sure maybe um, by like next week, there's already the second part. And also too, what I would invite is anybody that has made a mistake that they feel they have not come back from to write to us and maybe open the lines of communication of a conversation of what are things that you guys are experiencing in real life, in your everyday life that you felt you haven't come back from. Because like I said, I can have my own example, you can have your own example, and we'd just like to involve you guys a little bit too. So please make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Until next time, everybody.
One thing is certain, we all make mistakes and we will all continue to make mistakes. One thing that is not certain is the outcome of those mistakes. But we can promise you, no matter what, we're here to listen, we're here to help you, we're here sometimes to be your voice, and we hope that you have a beautiful day and stay cozy.